Welcome to the Onside Kick Family Hour. I'm your host, Ryan Van Bever. With me, as always, Stephen White. How are you, Stephen? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Ah, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's all right. It's a Thursday. We got a game tonight. I mean, and it looks like, I mean, it. I don't want to, like, you know, screw up karma or anything here, but, like, I feel like the football gods have arranged for some not completely shitty Thursday night football games so far this year, but it's early in the season, so. Right, it's still very early, but <laughs> um, like you said, I mean, <laughs> everything about this year is kind of upside down anyway, <laughs> yeah. so why not? Why, why not have good games on Thursday night just to top it all off? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, where do we even start? Uh, I mean, it's kind of been a wild year for football in and of itself. Um, obviously the news keeps on rolling. I guess maybe that's the place to start. It seems like, uh, Jerry Jones is, uh, carrying this, uh, the, the fight with Donald, not the fight, but the, the stuff with Trump over the, the political fundraising ploy from Trump and Pence to the, uh, uh, he's carrying their water. It seems like a little bit met with the Cowboys players yesterday. Not a lot of details coming out of that meeting yet. Well, the details we do have are kind of concerning if, if you're somebody who uh, kind of leans towards the player side rather than ownership. Yeah. Um, evidently, the coaching staff or what have you said, well, y'all have to ask Jerry to all the players asking them questions about the stuff that Jerry Jones has said about, you know, he's going to bench players if they kneel and stuff of that nature. And then Jerry <laughs> landed his – big fucking helicopter on the practice field and was uh, pretty dismissive of their concerns. That That's the word uh, that we do have so far. Yeah. And, and look, Jerry has been carrying water for Trump this whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> they do this, this, again, bullshit unity display where uh, before the anthem and before there's a flag out there, they kneel with the arms uh, interlocked. <laughs> and it's funny because yeah. I hadn't even uh, heard about this, but somebody posted a clip yesterday. Jerry actually uh, went and grabbed oh, yeah, yeah. the video guy <laughs> yeah. to make sure that he focused on him, yeah. on Jerry, you know, the whole time while they were kneeling and arms and Because, of course, he like Trump has to be the center of attention. Yeah. And 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 come to find out, you know, the funny thing is most of those players were kneeling in unity supposedly against Trump. Mm-hmm. But but of course Trump can't hold water, so he came out and 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 spilled the beans that he's the one that actually told Jerry or approved of Jerry's plan to do that uh uh uh, uh kneeling because they thought and Jerry's admitted this since that it would kind of help everything go away. They just yeah. wanted it to go away. They wanted the protest to go away. And Jerry thought this would be a way to, quote, unquote, get it over with. And then guys wouldn't protest anymore. Yeah. So he's never been supportive of the players in this situation. He's just been, if anything, he's been hoodwinking them, trying to make them think that they were going against Trump, when in reality they were dancing for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they kept it up too. And and like, 
I mean, that stunt thing with Pence this weekend, I mean, that to me just is sort of like, epitomizes the bullshit that all this is. You know, just the, the, the cynical ploy that this is. I mean, these guys don't give a shit about the, about the flag and patriotism and all that stuff. It's a fun, it's a political funder. It's a political tool for them. I mean, and that stunt with Pence really prove, you know, just seals it, seals the deal. It's like, Oh, I'm, I just came here to honor Peyton Manning in the week, in the week ahead of that game. It's like, I don't want to bring any media attention. I just kind of want to be there and let Peyton shine and have his day and, and be there as a Colts fan, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and what the hell did he end up doing? Not many people talk about Peyton Manning after that game, were they? Nope. And, and let's be honest, uh, he left Indiana with people kind of kicking him in the ass out the door. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. There's no way he was going to yeah. win uh, re-election because such a shitty job he did as governor. Yeah. So I'm not even sure anybody wanted him there in the first place to honor Peyton. And then you take the opportunity to totally shit on Peyton Manning's day. Yeah. He, to Peyton's getting a statue. Nobody's even talking about the statue. Nope. And all of that because you wanted to or didn't even want to. You were directed to. You were a puppet for the president wasting over $250,000 of taxpayer money. At least, at least two hundred fifty. At least. We aren't even talking about security uh, and all that Security stuff. and, and, and um, the fact that the average fan had a lesser experience because of that. Because I'm sure they had extra security. Oh, yeah. They had to for the wait. average fan, too. They had, they had to make sure that everything was safe just so you could be there. For like 15 to 30 minutes and, and, and make a political statement that, as you said, was literally, literally on a fundraising email not too long after that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, who's really disrespecting the flag? Yeah, exactly. Right now? exactly. Is somebody who came there just to pull a stunt like that or the people who never were protesting the flag, but rather put a protesting police brutality? Yeah, who, who, who's really, who's really disrespecting the flag and the anthem? So, I mean, uh, the fact that they will pull something like that on the NFL, and Trump would continue to attack the NFL. Now he's so stupid he doesn't realize that the NFL gave up their tax exempt status in 2015, <laughs> yeah. and he's hollering about taxes, which he has no fucking idea about. Yeah, you know the, the most clueless guy on the planet somehow came to be our president. Well, we know how, but regardless of that, he's he's launching these just totally misguided attacks on the NFL, and instead of fighting back, these billionaires who normally the tough guys mm-hmm. are just rolling over, just mm-hmm. rolling over for them. And some of them, like we said, Jerry Jones are actually complicit. Yeah, yeah. They don't ever think this is about defending the flag. All this is about is making sure we never, ever, 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 ever get to talk about police brutality. Yeah, exactly. That's all it's about. Exactly. And you can see that, too. I mean, like, it was really telling because I was kind of reading a little bit about it this morning. And just I watched a clip of um, (laughs) Nate Burleson interviewing Roger Goodell at NFL headquarters on that, whatever that morning show thing the NFL Network has. Um, I'm sort of embarrassed to admit I watched part of that, to be quite honest. <laughs> but, um, like, so he's interviewing Goodell, and, like, this is the thing I've noticed about this throughout. The NFL is 
like, well, we want to be able to do, you know, we want to, we want to do things for the community and we want to be able to have, you know, social causes and not alienate players, blah, 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 blah. They can't say, they can talk about vaguely social causes or, or important community this and that and unity this and that no they they never like they can't say police brutality or even they can't even say fucking like racism or inequality it's just like whatever they do they can't say those words no matter it's just it's so to watch them squirm to think and twist and turn to not have to say those words is really amazing in and of itself to me and they figure nobody will notice. That's the thing yeah, about yeah. it. And so much of this is just um, basically insulting everybody's intelligence. Mm-hmm. You send out all of these press releases that weekend after Trump called players sons of bitches, yeah. and not a single one of those press releases mentions what has been protested since Colin Ka- Kaepernick started this whole thing last year yeah. in the preseason. Yeah. Can't bring yourself to say police brutality. Can't bring yourself to say racial inequalities. Just can't do it, right? And 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 in any context, whether it's Goodell talking, whether it's an individual owner talking, they will never, ever, ever say those words. They'll say social activism or or socially active or causes something generic. But they are never going to weigh in on police brutality or racial inequality because they're fucking cowards. Yeah. And either they don't care about police brutality or some of them probably endorse it, as our president did earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So, again, it, here's a situation where um, they continue to 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 just treat everyone as if they're stupid. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of people are proving them right. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's just and it feels like they're in classic NFL form because anytime there's sort of a any sort of controversy around the league and they react to it, it seems like they always screw it up. I mean, it's as, as reliable as the Browns rolling out on a, on a bunch of quarterbacks in a losing season that they're going to screw this up and they'll do this. And you know what's funny is like they'll have some sort of soft compromise and they'll have this sort of community values or social justice week or whatever they end up calling it. And those people will still be pissed off at them. You know what I mean? I mean, I, those are the, 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 the right wing friends will still be mad at them. Well, again, uh, the Cowboys do this Trump approved, uh, kneeling before the anthem that doesn't really mean shit and guess what they still got their ass booed yeah exactly and then the next week players i think the the baltimore ravens, ravens. tried the same thing got their ass booed yeah. too. because guess what it's not about the flag and it's not about <laughs> it's the anthem not. it's not about the military it's about police brutality and racial inequalities but we can't talk about that because we're fucking cowards yeah and so we'll we'll continue to run around in this in this circle mm-hmm. for as long as people even pay attention to the things the owners are doing. All the owners, and, and really Trump too, are trying to do is get this off of their plate. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, I, he, you know, I guess he's gotten so frustrated, he just finally broke down and, and, and really let us know how he really feel. Said exactly that. Said he just... He just thought it would be over with by now. Yeah. 
Well, no, police brutality didn't go away. Mm-mm. When you did that fake ass kneeling before the anthem, did it? Mm-mm. We 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 already just had more video come out of an unarmed black man getting shot in the back, like last week. But 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 we we, we can't talk about that stuff. We yeah. can't because you know that would actually be too much like right. And 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 further, <laughs> look at what they're doing now. Well, we're going to go in the communities and we're going to yeah. have players talk to the police officers. <clears throat> yeah. What the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, what the fuck is talking to the police going to do? Are yeah. they going to change their policies and procedures because the players talk to them? Are they going to change and, and have their officers do more intensive uh, 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 de-escalation training, which is what is actually needed? Are they actually going to implement any of the suggestions that the players have for uh, 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 police reform. Yeah. Because guess, I'm pretty sure it won't be the first time any of those police officers have heard this. There are people who who are police reform activists that do this every day, but nobody's making the police change their procedures. No, Nobody yeah. is making the, the, the prosecutors and, and district attorneys change their procedures when it comes to investigating and prosecuting police brutality and police shooting unarmed men. So really and truly, when it boils down to is that this is just a fucking photo op. Yep. It's obviously before before you take one step into that room with these people, you gotta know that this is a photo op because they're even at whatever the best case scenario you have for the outcome of this meeting, it's probably still not gonna be actual change no actual substantive change to police uh, uh the way they handle different situations and with the district attorneys and prosecutors who have to prosecute these people who carry out these crimes because half the time the reason why we can never get a conviction for a police officer even when he shoots somebody in the back by the way the guy who did it recently i think <laughs> was was com- uh, commended and said he did did the right thing Jeez. I believe the police, the police, uh, uh, um, that particular uh, 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 department actually backed his action, shooting an unarmed man in the back. To shoot a man so, in the back. So, so again, what is the what is what is the end uh, game for these meetings? If it's anything other than just a photo op, you can't come up with anything because that's exactly what it is. It's a photo op. Nothing's going to happen, but all of a sudden, everybody gets to pat themselves on the back. Hey, look, we listen to the players. Now stand your ass up for the anthem. Well, and that's what, like, I mean, my concern is, like, you remember, like, it wasn't just, like, some dude on Twitter reported. Adam Schefter reported that they were going to consider a rule change that made players stand for the national, a rule change that made players stand for the national anthem. And then Trump tweeted about it, and then the next day, yesterday, Goodell walked it. No, that's not what we're going to do. Uh, that's not what we said. That's not what we said. But I'll tell you, I'll be real surprised if they don't make that rule change next week. And then they're going to have another big fight on their hands with the players' union. Maybe. Oh, don't, don't forget who else talked about that. Jerry Jones, punk ass, out here talking about, oh, well, uh, yeah. we're doing it for their own good. Yeah, oh, we're, we're doing it for our money is what he fucking said. Yeah, he said that, but he also said, yeah, we're doing it for the own... What, what kind of shit is that? 
You're doing it for the own. These are grown fucking men. You're doing it for their own good. You're not that fucking kindergarten teacher. Yeah. These are grown men. You talking about well, we're gonna make them stand at attention for the flag during the anthem for their own good. Yeah. And if that ain't some paternalistic bullshit, I, I don't know what is. <laughs> how, how? Who? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Who the fuck are you to make that decision for them, especially when it hasn't even been collectively bargained? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it, th- th- you know, let's not be mince words about this. They are definitely planning on doing it. It's just that the backlash was so severe because Jerry Jones, I think he might have had a couple drinks in him or something, got loose with the lips and started talking shit like he was going to make everybody stand. Well, anybody don't stand for the anthem, we're going to bench him. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. I mean, I, look, I, I have really tried to refrain from saying, well, players need to do this or players need to do that Yeah. throughout this whole thing because – it's so fucking easy to say that on this side of the microphone. Yeah. I played for seven years. So I know what it means, hey, to just say, no, nah, I'm, I'm just, I'm good. You know, I, I got these bills that I was anticipating having money to pay mm-hmm. because of my NFL salary. But no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to throw that away, lose my house or probably my car, might have a kid I need to take care of. They'll yeah. be all right some kind of way. But yeah, I'm just gonna throw that away and, and take a knee because I'm 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 a third or fourth string guy, and uh, you know half the time I'm week to week in a way running down trying to bust up wedges on the special teams. Yeah. So I know it ain't easy. I know these decisions aren't easy. I know that it's a lot easier for some guys to protest than others. Yeah. Especially those that have, you know, job security. Yeah. But at this point, as a man, as a fucking man, if you're in a Dallas Cowboys locker room and you don't kneel this Sunday, or, or they all, I guess they don't play this Sunday, the next time y'all take the field, I I don't know what to say about you. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about every single guy. Yeah. Because <clears throat> this ain't about anymore whether you support the protests or not. This is about whether you're going to let a coach, I mean, a, a owner, punk you. Yeah. He dared you to kneel. Or he's going to bench you. Yeah. For kneel. And, 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 and let me say this. All of these words have been put forth about unity mm-hmm. in recent weeks. Oh, well, we're going to stand in unison to show our unity. Or oh, we're going to link arms to show unity. Real unity is this. Real unit is saying, well, I'm a first-string guy. I made several Pro Bowls. I got a high salary. They can't bench me. Yeah. But while I may not care as much about police brutality as my teammate, that guy over there is third-string, you know, special teams guy, doesn't have the job security I have. He wants to kneel. But he can't because they can get rid of him. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kneel with him, and then dare him, dare them to bench me. Why they benching him, or why they cutting him? Yeah. And then the next teammate says that, and then the next teammate said it until all 53 guys or 47, how many are active or at that game, says we're all gonna kneel because it's all of us against one of you. Yeah. And <clears> our 53 
all who need for this game to happen, for you to make money, for this TV contract to stay in effect. Yeah. So you you bench all of us, or you don't bench none of us. Because if you if you backtrack and you say, "Well, I'm just gonna pick and choose who I bench out of everybody that kneel," well, then we ain't playing either. So try to play a game without us. Yeah. We're gonna sit on this fucking bench until everybody's supposed to start and everybody's supposed to play is starting and playing. Yeah. And guess what? Really and truly, they don't just apply to the Cowboys. No, it's every team. Some, there's some owners that's, that have been way more receptive to protests than others. We right. know that the 49ers, for instance, Eric uh, Eric Reed, who also started with Cap, you know, Cap started, then he um, started kneeling with Cap. Right. S- applauded uh, their ownership for supporting them and continuing support to support their right to protest. But the league as a whole hasn't been receptive. And again, they are trying to make this rule. So really and truly, the most powerful thing that can happen this weekend or next week or any time soon would be every fucking player take a knee yeah. during the anthem. And guess what? That'll show you who really has the power in the NFL. Yeah. You always, people always, <clears throat> well, the owners roll the players in the last CBA. And to a certain extent, it's true. Because the owners had the leverage then, and the owners had the power then. Why? There's one big reason why the owners have always had the power. And that's because everybody knows the players are scared to strike. Yeah. Nobody wants to miss games. Nobody wants to miss a paycheck. One year out of your career could be make a huge difference. Yeah. But if every player in the league took a knee, Guess what? That's the most powerful shit you'll probably ever see in your life. Oh, I mean, in, in that, that'll be the that'll be the most scared you'll ever see thirty two billionaires in your life too. Yeah. <laughs> they will shit themselves in their press box if every single guy knelt this weekend. Yeah. Cause then what you gonna do? Then what you gonna do when they call your bluff? If every player calls your bluff, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Because you can't play without the players. But we know that won't happen. Because yeah. guess what? They never were unified to begin with. <clears throat> no. No, and you can see that even going back to last year when all, you know, when this, when Kaepernick's protest started. I mean, how long did it take, <clears throat> excuse me, how long did it take uh, some of the, the league's more prominent white players to even, even just to come out and say that Colin Kaepernick's a good player that deserves a shot in the NFL? Much less, you know, anything about his protest or anything. It was, I mean, it was almost a damn year. Oh, listen, Colin was a very lonely guy last year. Yeah. Right? And yeah. even some guys who did join the protest quickly backtracked. Yeah. I remember uh, Mike Evans here took a knee, everybody jumped on him, and then all of a sudden the next week he was back standing. Yeah. Because it ain't easy. I told you, I, I recognize no. that it's not. And in this area, man, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a it's a whole lot of MAGA hats in people's house around here. <laughs> so it ain't easy. Yeah. But at some point as a man, you got to say, I'm not going for this shit anymore. No. Okay. We already talked about the fact that forced 
patriotism is bullshit in the first place. Yep. It's fucking fascism is what it is. Yeah. Like honestly, if you make I have to stand, I have to, have to stand at attention and salute you. That's some shit they do in the places that normally we we point and say we're better than those. Yeah. Places. Oh yeah. That's the kind of yeah. Yeah. But now and again, this has never been about the flag, the anthem of the nope. military in the first place. They just know that that sounds a lot more palatable than just coming out and saying either, well, we actually like police brutality, again, as the president said earlier this year, Mm -hmm. or that, hey, we really don't care about police brutality because it doesn't necessarily affect us. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot easier to to make this about the flag and the anthem and the military than it is to, to, to tell the truth and tell on themselves and or actually have a conversation about police brutality and racial inequality and do some shit to try to actually solve it. Yeah. Or towards solving it. Yeah. Having better rules in place for rehiring cops that have already shot somebody. I just saw a story the other day. Uh, uh, they had to keep rehiring this cop that shot three different people. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's work on that and let's... <laughs> let's Talk about the anthem and the military and the flag, but that but that'll never happen because but because the whole point of this whole thing again, Jerry Jones gave away the game is just to get it to go away. Yeah, just oh, yeah. to go away. And 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 players, man, <laughs> they have an opportunity. Players have an opportunity that was just served to them on the platter. Okay, we've been talking about the CBA since they signed it. Yeah. Right. Since they signed it, we've been talking about how bad the CBA was for players. And we're getting towards the end of it now where it's mm-hmm. going to have to be a big renegotiation. If there was ever a time where it served on the platter, where people were actually support them because of Jerry Jones's big mouth. Now is the time, a good as time as any, to show the power of numbers, to show what happens when you really are unified. I remember <laughs> there's this uh, scene in the movie Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. Uh-huh. It's Malcolm X. And uh, Brother Johnson, the police are beating, beating him up, and they took him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they came and told Malcolm about it. He came down there with some, some Nation of Islam guys. Yeah. And... and, and, and they were, they were worried that the police would still try to, you know, kind of mess with Brother Johnson while he was in the hospital or maybe not not let the, the hospital take care of him properly. And, you know, they asked Malcolm about it, and Malcolm told him to look out the window. And they saw all those people down there, and they saw Malcolm directing them. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, shit. <laughs> We got somebody here that's in control. We got somebody here that can turn this crowd one way or the other. And we really don't want to see what the other look like. Yeah. So all of a sudden, everybody was taking care of Brother Johnson. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the movie, you know, shame on you, but definitely check it out. If not for that scene, there's plenty more stuff in there you need to see. Oh, yeah. But that, that scene is so powerful because... You know, when, when Malcolm first walked up in there, like, who are you? Get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And then he showed them the power of numbers. Mm-hmm. He showed them that he had control of that crowd outside. 
and it can either get better for them or a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. And so you what I mean, seriously, put yourself in these owners' shoes. If they see every single player kneeling, kneeling, first of all, we you won't even get to see them kneel in the four o'clock games. Cause if it happened in the one o'clock games, they'll shut it off. They'll call Fox and CBS. Don't y'all show the anthem? Yeah, oh yeah. This, this game. But it'll be too late. Yeah. It'll be too late. And that is the one way they can show that they're not fucking around. And they got every right to do it after Jerry Jones ran his damn mouth like he's just going to arbitrarily bench somebody for kneeling. Yeah. But they won't do it. That's the, the most frustrating thing is knowing how powerful something like that would be, but knowing that they can't do it. They yeah. won't do it because this whole notion of unity was bullshit from the start. Yeah. Let's not forget, there's some players that have come out and said some really fucked up shit about protests too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I still haven't forgotten the guy in Denver talking about why are you still here? And it still pisses me off every day I think about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could be an opportunity for players to really show the owners that, hey, we're not screwing around this time about anything. Yeah. And that this upcoming fight, we really are unified. Yeah. <laughs> but they won't do it. No. But they won't do it. And that's the most dis- disappointing thing in the world. Because I would think if there was one thing we could all come together and say is that police brutality is a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you think? <laughs> you really? I'm serious. Uh, you know, I'm laughing, but I'm serious. Sometimes you just feel like everybody can look up and see that the sun is yellow, or yeah. the, the the sky is blue, and then you look up and people talking about, well, maybe it's a shade of purple, and it just blows your mind. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing, and then just the reaction that people have online. It's just ah, uh, it's. It's just a shitty environment right now. And you know, well, I, I think too, I, my, I think, and, and you know, the owners are scared to death of that. And if th- that were to happen, I, I think you know, all the owners are scared. Like, Oh, we're going to lose all these viewers and people aren't going to turn off TV. It's yeah, you probably will lose some viewers, but a lot of those people aren't going to fucking just quit watching football on Sundays altogether. They might for a little while. They might for a week or so and lick their wounds. And, you know, you'll Trump and them are going to fundraise off of it no matter what happens. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it's an easy it's an easy dog whistle thing that they can go out there. You know, it's a way to be racist without actually saying you're racist in the media, which they've obviously, if you paid attention the last year, they've done a pretty damn good job at. And it's they're going to do it anyway. And those people will come back. Shit, that thing, that that New York Times piece that people were passing around today that was, you know, showed such a high disapproval rating uh, for the NFL over the last two weeks from Trump voters from like 24% to like 65% or something like that. It's like, it also had some interesting data. It's like, yeah, United Airlines fucking dragged a guy off an airplane and kicked his shit out of him in the process of doing it. And their customer, their customer approval rating six months later, (laughs) you'd never know the difference. Listen, here's the thing. Um, yes, they're going to lose some fans. 
yeah. again, like you said, to what extent, who knows? But you also will gain some. Yeah. The, the last thing you want to do, and I'm not talking about the NFL right now. I'm talking about life. Yeah. Is be spineless. Yeah. If you if you're spineless, nobody fucking likes you. Nobody that's worth liking you likes you. Yeah. Because you ain't shit. A person that will at least take a side, at least take a fucking side. They're gonna lose some fans, but they're gonna gain a lot of fans who admire the fact that they were strong enough and had enough of a spine to say, you know what? There is a such thing as right and wrong. Police brutality is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so let's step our happy ass on this side with the people who are actually against police brutality. Let's make it clear that that's the side that we're on. Yeah. And then you know what? Even some of the people that maybe disagree with you will still watch. Yeah. But at the very least, everybody will have to respect you. Who the fuck respects the NFL right now? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the institution. Yeah, no. About, it's a joke right now. The whole shebang. Roger Goodell, who runs the NFL, couldn't even say Trump's name when he had to come out and clarify that no no changes have been made as of now to the anthem policy. Yeah. Yo, he had something say something generic like a reports or conversations or something, something. Why can't you say his name? Yeah. Why can't you say his name? Because you're fucking spineless. Yeah. So now, even though you're capitulating to him, you're scared to say his name, his fans still don't fucking like you. Still gonna boo <laughs> yeah. God, whether they <laughs> kneel before the anthem, during the anthem, or after the anthem. And yeah. he's still going to fundraise off of you. <laughs> but the people who might actually back you up if you ever took a fucking stand are also backing away because you won't. Because Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. Because no owner and Roger Goodell still won't even say the words police brutality or racial inequality. And because you have one jackass at least, I think there was more, I think maybe the Miami owner said it too, that said they were going to bench guys who kneel? Yeah. So now even the people who are on the right side of history, and let's be clear, with civil rights struggle, most of us, most people, land on the wrong side of history at first. Some people get over to the right side quicker than others. Yeah. But wasn't a whole lot of cheering on the way to the march on Washington back when Dr. King led that march. Yeah. People forget that everybody want to say they were Martin Luther King Jr. fans now, but we still have the polling. We still have the (laughs) newspaper headlines. Yeah. We do. We still have them all. So we know Muhammad Ali, people fucking hated him Mm -hmm. back when he was actually boxing and back when he was actually saying things that they didn't like about racial inequalities and how black people were treated in America. Now everybody's a fan. Yeah. So whether you want to look at the 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 approval ratings of people, whether Trump is handling the NFL situation right or not, it's incredible that we're even polling some shit like that from a fucking president. But we are. Mm-hmm. Or if you care about the ratings of, well, I'm gonna stop watching the NFL 
they keep letting guys protest. Shouldn't really be a factor. What should be a factor is right and wrong. Right and wrong, if you get on the right side, eventually, eventually, you'll have more than enough fans. Because everybody is not going to leave, first of all. And second of all, when you do the right thing, ultimately, it ends up working out. Yeah. Just like I said, now everybody's a Martin Luther King Jr. fan. Yeah. <laughs> right? We couldn't even get, he couldn't even have a federal holiday not too long ago. I remember that shit. Arizona. I'm looking oh, at yeah. Shit. Yeah. We couldn't even have a federal holiday for Martin Luther King Jr. not too long ago. But now everybody loved them. Everybody loved them. Oh, loved them. Yeah. It's so weird how somebody shot him in the head. Because it seems like everybody loved him to hear, hear people tell it these days. They're always quoting them out of context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, you got to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Period. Get on one side or the other. If you are pro police brutality, or if you just really have so much apathy towards it that you don't you don't want to brook any protests about it, then get your ass on that side of the road. Let everybody know that the NFL is pro police brutality, pro racial inequality. Yeah. And let's get it over with. Or get your ass on the right side of history. And actually try to do something meaningful. Like, look, we know at least seven owners gave a million dollars to Trump's inauguration, I think. Mm-hmm. If hey, one, seven, of, one of those owners gave him a fucking Super Bowl ring. Right, gave him a Super Bowl ring. Imagine if they all put a million dollars towards police reform efforts. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. I'm calling But they Kaepernick can't even did. say police reform. No. They can't even say police. They couldn't even write the check because they have to put police reform mm-hmm. on it. Mm-mm. It's it's and it's just so far removed from their reality. So again, I I just I don't know how this ends, but I do know this sooner or later, and it looks like later and later right now. But it probably be would be best for them for it to be sooner. Sooner or later, the NFL is gonna have to take a side. Yep. How to? So I mean, they can wait as long as they want to, but right now. Nobody likes them because yeah. nobody likes spineless, a spineless person. Nobody's yeah. going to gravitate to them. Nobody's going to support somebody spineless. You have got to pick a side, especially on something like this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We'll see. I mean, next week, that's that's the big meeting. I, you know, if if history is any indication, and it's going to take some, the NFL is not, is going to fumble the, fumble all over themselves. I mean, seriously, just I mean, if we could just go back in time, just think of an alternate reality where once Colin starts this uh, protest last year, instead of uh, uh, allowing this debate to boil over mm-hmm. to this season, ownership said, 32 owners said, you know what? He's got a great point every day, new. Uh, clips are coming out of unarmed black and brown people getting shot by the police and nothing's being done. And these people get keep getting off. And we're all going to contribute a million dollars apiece to a police reform project. Yeah. Who could be mad at that? Who? Who could be mad at that? That would have solved so many problems. It would have actually resulted in real change. Mm-hmm. 
But they stayed silent. They just thought it was going to go away. And now when it didn't go away, when it continues to build, they can't just do the right thing. They always have to do, they're trying to do the PR thing. Or they're trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about revenues. Or I'm worried about this. Why don't you worry about the right thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's so simple. But why don't you just worry about the right thing? If you'd have worried about right, the right thing from the get-go, we never make it here. We never make it here. Yeah, you might have lost some people who really, really, really love them some police brutality to sit up and watch cops all day long. Yeah. But I'm not really sure those are the fans that you want in the first place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the unforced error of it all is just is maybe the 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 most underrated part of the whole story that the NFL panic the panic that this and then they're just continually screwing it all up but that's where we are I know I guess we'll see what happens tonight uh in the game um like you say I, I'm I'm not they could do it I'm not optimistic that they will but yeah listen I, I mean I'm not I wouldn't bet I wouldn't bet the farm that's for damn sure Shit, I wouldn't bet an ear of corn. <laughs> I, I'm not, n- no. Listen, I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not going to get my hopes up just to get disappointed. Yeah. Especially when it's <clears throat> one team for sure. The Panthers were already scared of what their owner might do to them if they protest. Remember, they just had to have oh, uh, yeah. a, a team meeting not too long ago, and they still didn't protest after that. Oh, I think yeah. that was the week Cam raised his fist up, though. Yeah. So, and then oh. he stuck his foot in his mouth. He got raised his fist up on Sunday stuck and stuck his, his foot, foot in his mouth <laughs> on Wednesday. So, uh, and he still doesn't seem to get it, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. But uh, it, it just think about that, though. Think about it. Maybe one of them will listen to this podcast before the game. But just imagine if both teams, the whole team, both teams took a knee tonight. It's Thursday night. Ain't shit else on. Maybe a, a college football game, right? But if somebody tweets out, OMG, both the whole teams are kneeling. Both teams are kneeling. Anybody watching college football going to jump over there and watch at least a few minutes of the NFL. Oh, yeah. Because they got this night almost to themselves. And that would be such a powerful display. I promise you, they would change. They would change something by Sunday if those guys did that on Thursday. That's how powerful that would be. Mm-hmm. But they won't do it. No. Oh no, Jerry. I mean, Jerry Richardson makes Jerry Jones look like fucking. You know, the <laughs> progressive. Uh, it's just Jerry, like... Jerry Richardson ain't benching Cam Newton though. No, exactly. Exactly. He, he, he ain't benching. Um, you know, Julius Peppers, he ain't benching these guys. Well, Julius Peppers always come off the bench, but you get my point. <laughs> right. I mean, he's right. not benching Kelvin Benjamin. He's not benching, uh, benching uh, any, anybody. He's not taking those if guys the whole off the team, field. If the whole team from both sides take a knee, what are they going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do except for be embarrassed? What are they going to do except be sent a message? I promise you, one of them going to need some depends in their owner's box. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? What are yep. you going to do if the players show you that they actually are unified for a change? Oh, yeah. I don't expect it to happen. But again, it's the one thing that will be the shot across the bow 
to owners because you can best believe the longer players wait to show that they're unified on anything, the more time they're going to get owners to start creating rules so that they never get to show that in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just, and it, like you said earlier, it just feeds right into that next CBA negotiation coming up in 2021. It just, you know, if they did this now and scared the hell out of owners. Just think what that, you know what I mean? They just sets them up even better going into those negotiations. And now if they don't, which they, you know, like you say, pretty snowballs chance here that they won't. Those, you know, nothing to be worried about. It's like they can't unify themselves for this. Then what do we have to worry about when it's time to sit down at the bargaining table if you're an owner? You know what I mean? Well, look at it this way. We know that they already asked Fox or or Fox decided to. Somebody decided that Fox wouldn't show the anthem anymore. Yeah. End of the games on Fox. Yeah. So if CBS makes the same decision, if NFL Network makes the same decision, if uh, – Sunday Night Football makes the same decision, then now you can't show the world that you're unified. Yeah. Right? So time is running out. Sooner or later, one way or another, owners are going to find a way for people not to be able to see these protests by the end of the season. Yeah. And give me another example of a way players could show that they're unified before the next CBA is up. Because, again... The only way you can show it at that point is if you actually start missing games. Yeah. If you actually uh, are, are committed enough where you start missing games so everybody starts losing money. Yeah. This is the one time, the one way that you can actually show that to the world that we're unified and and time is running out for you to be able to actually do that. Yeah. Because you, you're just not going to be able to any other time. You can talk about it. You can say it. You always say it. You always talk about it. But that would be seeing stuff. We always talk about, you know, the power of images. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why, whether you, you don't have to like it, but the truth is, when you show people suffering, they react more to it than when you just tell them about suffering. Yeah. The same way you can tell people about unarmed black men, unarmed brown men, and women getting shot by the police. But it's a whole lot more powerful when you see a video of it. Mm-hmm. Not still not still not quite powerful enough to get convictions evidently. No. <laughs> but it definitely gets more people's attention. Yep. And so if you if every player on every team took a knee, how can people not notice anymore? Mm-hmm. How can they not understand anymore? How can they keep hiding from what this has really been all about anymore and how can owners sleep at night once they see hey we don't have control anymore yeah they're not afraid of us anymore we can't threaten them anymore because they all say kiss my ass mm-hmm. man it'd be something I'd be the. I mean, I. You know, it's just hard to think of a more powerful moment in sports, in all of sports. If something like that were, if they, if players did that, um. So, let me let's talk a little bit about. I, I want to move on a little bit and and hit on some of the games coming up and some of the teams that they're talking about. Um. 
because it has been kind of like uh, this. Interestingly, it, it's been a really interesting season, and and like obviously you have all of this layered on, you know, layered on top of it. But it's been kind of wild week to week, like on the field, like with the games, not just on Twitter. <laughs> Well, and it's kind of like that every year where yeah, you have some teams, still. right? You have some teams that you figure were going to be good and they don't be, they end up not being good at all. Yeah. And you have some that kind of come out of uh, the woodwork, so to speak. And, and you look up in some kind of way. Uh, I think what the Jags are, what, three and two now? Yeah. Or something like that. Um, I think. Uh, the Jets are a bit of a surprise in a positive way. You look at the Chiefs. I think most people would have looked at the Chiefs' schedule early on in the year and wouldn't have been able to fathom them being 5-0 and right now. Just wouldn't have made sense to them. No. Because they've played, a, 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 I think, four really good teams, basically. Four pretty good teams. And so, uh, and just you know, crazy stuff always comes up, too. You look up and... and um, What's his quarterback for uh, 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 the Vikings? Just you find out the Saturday before a game he can't play because his knee is all jacked up, and then he tries to come back this week and can't make it itself for the first. Well, did he make the the whole half? I can't remember. Didn't make it but a half, I think, this week, and he was supposed. This was supposed to be his bounce back week. Um, Sam Bradford. Yes. Uh, and, and, and just crazy stuff like that has kind of come up uh uh dominique rogers crow marty oh that either gets kicked off the team or leaves depending upon who you believe the uh the team said that he left the team so they suspended him landon collins his teammate came out and said he had a uh a disagreement with the head coach and basically was sent away so uh I, i don't know what to make of your all-pro safety calling the head coach a liar. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably not a good thing, right? No, uh, I wouldn't think so. Especially for what, 0-5 now? 0-5. So, um, and, and OBJ <clears throat> breaks his ankle. Done for the year. Or leg last last week. Uh, they lost like three wide receivers in one game. Most teams only carry four or five yeah. for a whole game. So just crazy stuff every week in addition to all this crazy shit off the field. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 you know, offensive line coaches sniffing cocaine and sweet talking, (laughs) they strip a girlfriend (laughs) at the same time. That kind of shit too. You know, this is crazy stuff, man. The story, like, like any other year, can you imagine any other year? If a video of an NFL coach, snorting white i'm sorry white powdery substance in a video he made for a stripper his stripper girlfriend any other year can you imagine the traction that that story would have gotten i mean first of all (laughs) first of all chris forrester was our offensive line coach with the bucks back when i played with them (laughs) in the 90s so i actually am familiar with the guy right uh-huh. He looks way different now. I say that much. <laughs> Especially, I don't think I ever saw him sniffing cocaine either. So it, it, that would definitely be a different look for him. Um, Cocaine's but yeah, I mean, this was basically a blip on the radar. It would be yeah. head, head. We would still. 
I, we're talking about it right now, but I'm talking about we as in everybody would still be talking about this story today. Yeah. In a normal year. Yeah. I mean, who does that? <laughs> and it wasn't just that he was sniffing cocaine, allegedly. It's also that, one, he's married, and he was sweet-talking a stripper and talking about doing all kind of things with this alleged cocaine. And, and also, he was at work. Yes. He wasn't in some bathroom somewhere at a party. This dude's like, hey, check this out. I'm doing this right before we go to a meeting. He in the meeting high as a kite talking about power and shit. I mean, yeah. come on. So <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. And then, the, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I of the story. I don't want to go deep in it. But the stripper said she released a video because Chris Forrester, I guess, was against players kneeling or something. I mean, it's, it's just the craziest fucking year ever. <laughs> it really is, man. Look, look, we thought it was something when uh, – uh, the offensive lineman got caught with, with the weed video right before the draft. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he, he had the gas mask on smoking <laughs> weed right before the draft. I don't think I'd have ever, ever imagined a video coming out in the middle of the week, in the middle of the season, of an offensive line coach, especially one that I actually coached on the team that I played on, <laughs> snorting a white powdery substance that he claimed was cocaine. So, I, and like I said, and the coup de grace, the, the the cherry on top is he was sweet talking his mistress, his stripper mistress, the whole time. Yeah. While he's <laughs> evidently married, now, I don't know he was. I don't know if he still is. Uh, but yeah, I I would say that would be a major story most years. <laughs> but that's mostly just been. It was big like the first couple of days, and then we moved on to try not be uh, in a nuclear war anytime soon. So I, I guess we got bigger fish to fry at this point. Yeah, yeah, we really, we really do. It's it's pretty amazing. Just the, the whole, I mean, like, I just like, we went, I saw that video come across on Sunday night, and at first I was just like, I mean, at first it was just like the people that were tweeting about it weren't like, like, well, I, this isn't enough to run on. And, man, within 20 fucking minutes, it was teams talking about it, rap reports talking about it. It's just like, holy shit. <laughs> and by Tuesday morning, eh, what? Who? What happened? What? Somebody doing coke? Who? <laughs> I, I see the video going down my timeline. But, again, I don't recognize him. In in in, in 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 the video at first, he kind of looked like Scott Hall from wrestling in the video, not like the Chris Forster that I remembered. Um, but then they showed him. I was like, "Yep, that's him." Uh, and I just, first of all, I don't get it. Like, what was the point? What was the? Uh, is that supposed to be a turn on? Watching somebody sniff white powdery substances? Does that turn people on? I mean. Look, yeah, I've heard suggest of snorting it off places that don't seem like all that really built for doing that sort of thing. But, you know, that's not I want to get into that on the podcast. I'm just saying that (laughs) I've heard of I I don't know anything about it, but I've heard that people like to send other people, you know, pictures of themselves, (laughs) barely dressed, undressed on social media. 
I guess to turn each other on. I never really heard anybody say, hey, I know what I'll do. I'll send a, a video of me snorting this white powdery substance and that'll really turn her on. I don't know. I just, I'm unfamiliar with all of this. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I, sometimes I think about being older and like, man, it sucks. But I tell you, I am awfully glad that I was able to get through my 20s without social media and cell phone pictures and things like that. So I, I promise you, I, I, I am too. I know <laughs> Not that, that I would have ever done anything fucking that right, stupid. Right, this is what I was going to say. Like, I, I know that I would have made some mistakes, maybe even some big ones. I don't think one of them would have been snoring cocaine <laughs> at the <laughs> team facility. Uh, allegedly. To my stripper girlfriend. <laughs> to my stripper girlfriend while I was married. Um, yeah, I just, I don't really think I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and say, I'm going to give myself enough credit that I wouldn't have pulled that shit. <laughs> and, and, and let's be real. He ain't, he ain't like he in high school or in his twenties. No. Oh, hell no. He try, he's trying to catch up for lost time right now. He's yeah. trying to be cool. Like he probably just learned how to use his video camera in the first place. His camera on his phone. Well, I got a camera on my phone. I know what I'm going to do with this. I got the perfect idea. <laughs> I mean, who does this? I'm so serious right now. You, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody willingly snort a white powdery substance when they knew somebody was videotaping them, let alone videotaped it themselves. You know, Marion Barry, he didn't know that they was videotaping him. What did he say? He got set up. Now, I ain't yeah. saying he got set up, but that was his story. You can't even say you got set up when you're talking directly to the actual stripper girlfriend who posted this on Facebook. I mean, come on, man. Seriously, I just, I just, I, I just don't see that as being one of the things that I, I'd have made a mistake about. Mostly because I don't snort white powdery substances. No. But no. damn it, if I did, I'm pretty sure I'd have been smart enough not to put that shit on camera. <laughs> That ain't a, a sex tape. That is evidence. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Oh my god, man! I, <laughs> I mean, because what, what we really haven't talked about is, I guess they can't really prove what the white powder and stuff yeah, was. Yeah, so He said it was cocaine. Yeah. I guess they can't prove it was cocaine. Maybe he was snorting. I don't know sugar, just to <laughs> prove a point. But like seriously, don't the police at least have to? investigate now yeah i would think so you know i mean at least gotta try i mean he might confess he kind of did confess by resigning yeah but i guess you can't prove exactly what it was he was snorting even though he said it was cocaine yeah but i just i don't i, I mean again that's that's evidence. <laughs> that's not. That's not like a private conversation. That's not something sexy you seeing. You don't. You don't put a bow on it and like, hey, that is evidence. I don't get it. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, he was gone when twenty four. I mean, like not even twenty four hours. That was fast. I, I mean. <laughs> Cause you know why? I gotta get to him. He knew that shit wasn't gonna get number worse. Oh like, yeah. The longer yeah. he was there, mm -hmm. you can't control the 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 chick who who posted the video in the first place. Mm -mm. So if you don't, if he sent one video, 
I'm going to go ahead and assume he sent several. Yeah, she said oh, there was some other ones that they were talking it, about releasing. You know, and then he can't that just one. send one. <laughs> you know, for, I don't know what his motivation was for sending that one. <laughs> but whatever it was, it was like, oh, man, she liked that one. She's going to love this one. <laughs> so he ain't no telling how many videos he done sent her. <laughs> and he knew he had to get the hell out of Dodge because maybe people will quit asking. If he gone, <laughs> but you but you can't ride that. One. You can't just say I'm sorry on that one. You know, my pre off for him would be like, go ahead and write up that resignation letter, dog. Ain't nothing we can do for you here. Oh. It's all you try to fight that, it's just gonna get worse. I mean, and if you're the Dolphins too, it's like you gotta like, hey, guess what? People aren't talking about on Monday morning. How much Jay Cutler sucks. I mean, in a weird way, it kind of helped them, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm He played bad, but at least they won last week. But, yeah, at least they're not talking about how, how bad the Dolphins suck this year <laughs> right now. I, I don't know that they want to talk about the offensive line snoring cocaine either. But well, it, right. at least that story will go away, right? <laughs> the, the story of them being sorry with J- Jay Cutler, quarterback, ain't really going away in the town. So. <laughs> no. no, they bought themselves a week to, to get ready for the Falcons game. <laughs> yeah, and it could get ugly. I just don't see how that doesn't get ugly. But, woo! <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I, I did want to mention this because <clears throat> obviously this is sort of a subject that we we like to talk about here on this show too, but how, I, I'll tell you that I felt for the Houston. I'm not a Texans fan, but I felt for that team Sunday night. Not only did they lose JJ Watt for the season, they lost Whitney Merciless too. And that's a, that's a hell of a thing to lose those two. They've been playing so well yeah, on defense. And, and I really think if, if those two guys don't get hurt, they had an excellent chance of winning that game. Oh yeah, because um, it ended up being not quite as close as the the final score uh, would suggest because they did the Texans scored on literally the last play of the game, yeah, and then they scored a two point on a two point play as well. But it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't a blowout at the end. And if those guys are still there, I think maybe they keep it a little bit closer. And and really, JJ Watt is a guy who you can't really replace. But at the same time, he hadn't really been the same J.J. Watt mm-hmm. this season. But I'm not sure you can replace him with uh, uh, Merciless. Uh, he's just such a versatile guy. He can drop. He definitely can pass rush. I actually thought they hadn't pass rush with him enough this season so far. Um, and they move him all over the place. He's yeah. kind of like a chess piece. And um, I just feel like he's that guy that can give you constant edge pressure. Uh, whereas Clowney is more of a guy who can give it to you in spurts or yeah. every few plays. Yeah. And now it, it's like, okay, you lose that game, and now your defense is just severely uh, uh, understaffed up front. Now mm-hmm. you got Clowney, who was kind of a, a very good complimentary guy playing off of the J.J. Uh, uh, Watt and Merciless. Now he's got to lead the way pretty much all by himself. Even last year when Watt was out, you still had Mercer's on the other side. Yeah. Uh, uh, taking up some of the slack. Now he's going to have to do it all pretty much by himself. And I'm not sure if he's ready still at this point in his career to be that kind of guy where he's the only guy. Yeah. The only guy up front 
because teams, <laughs> you better believe teams are gonna send him extra attention because they know. Look, if we block Clowney, we can do whatever the hell we want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not that. I mean, <clears throat> it stinks too because, like, I mean, what? I mean, this is a guy in like. I mean, I I guess I kind of when this watching him the first few games of the season, I had wondered if he was obviously still maybe not quite a hundred percent yet from that injury. It was a back injury last year, right? I mean, yeah, it was a back injury twice. He hurt it, and then he tried and to he play, can, yeah. and then he hurt it again. And this time, it's it's leg. Uh, evidently, it's a pretty bad injury. Um, not just ignore my ACL or what have you. Mm-hmm. And 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 for me, I, I think the clearest sign that he wasn't back to being himself was how little he was playing inside. Yeah. You know, before mm-hmm. he, he was dominant uh, from the edge and maybe even more dominant as an inside pass rusher. Yeah. This year he's been more of just on the edge, which is less wear and tear out there and, and less uh, uh, traffic out there usually. But uh, – when he was on the edge this year, he wasn't really able to turn a corner the way he used to be either. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't <clears throat> as feared on the edge this year. That's kind of why his his numbers uh, haven't been quite as good. He still got some good pass rushes in and stuff like that. But yeah. it used to be if you didn't chip J.J. Watt, he could run. He that, that was the scary thing about him. He was big and he was strong and he could run over you. Yeah. But he could also run past you. He could run right around past you around the edge and get to the quarterback this year, they rarely had to chip him on edge rushes on bull rushes. Yes. But he couldn't really turn the corner with speed anymore. Yeah. But I thought with time, you know, back injuries are bad enough. I thought with time, maybe he could get in the flow. Yeah. You start feeling, knocking the rust off or what have you. But just, just when it kind of looked like maybe that's what he was doing, getting a little bit more fluid with his movements, now he, he he has this knee injury and it's just it, it sucks, man. It's two years, however many years in a row now he's been hurt in the prime and, of his career, right? And it's the two injuries that you <clears throat> really don't want to have, right? <clears throat> a yeah. back injury is so hard to come back from. Now you got a knee injury that's so hard, and he's a big dude, mm-hmm. so uh, y- your back supports everything, and then it, then your knees you got to be able to bend, yeah. To do the things that he's been able to do, man, it's just disheartening. And, yeah. and he, he gets hurt after the <clears> season starts. So it, yeah, a full calendar year means he's probably still not ready by the time next season starts. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. Some people come back a little bit faster now. Yeah. But just to be safe, you know, maybe he's not even ready for, for the start of next season. It's mm-hmm. just, it sucks. It sucks for him. Above and bo- above and beyond everybody. Yeah, but it definitely sucks for us as fans too because man, we getting deprived of a guy <clears throat> in his prime. Um, yep. Somebody brought it up the other day. Uh, they were talking about Watt, and somebody brought up <laughs> Aaron Donald. But you keep forgetting that Watt had these years where he was pushing twenty sacks in yeah. a row. It's like three years in a row. Yeah, some shit. This this is just almost unheard of. It's one thing to get double digit sacks. <laughs> this is another thing to get close to twenty. Yeah. More than once. So uh, I think he got 20 or 20 and a, two, something like 20 and a half one year. Yeah. So it, it was just, it's amazing. I think Aaron Donald maybe got his first year of double digit sacks last year. I have to double check that. But he hasn't come close 
to that kind of production. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Y'all, everybody knows I'm a big Aaron Donald fan, but just, I mean, the shit J.J. Watt was doing, I'm not sh- sure that we, li- we really appreciate it as it was happening, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But it's almost assured that he's never going to get back to being that kind of player again. It just sucks because you know, that's just kind of how football is. They give us some guys who tease us, and then they get these injuries, and we never get to see that again. Yeah, from. yeah, and that's what I mean. Like I, like I say, that's the worst part about this. Like you, you get JJ Watt this weekend. I mean, <clears throat> the Odell injury. You take him off the field for the whole season. It's like those are two are like those are two players that <clears throat> whether you root for those teams or not are fun to watch. It's fun to watch those guys play. And now they're not on the field. That sucks. I mean, Watt had seven. I was just looking at the numbers. He had 75 sacks through his first five years in the five first five seasons in the league. Had he been healthy these last last year and this year and just sort of like, I think even maybe like 75% of the J.J. Watt he had had been, you know, the, the guy, he'd have over 100 sacks at the end of the season. I mean, that's like, I mean, <laughs> rocket trip to the Hall of Fame, you know? Right, exactly. It, it, it It's almost unheard of. Like I said, sometimes you don't even realize just what kind of numbers he put up. <laughs> and he had to go back and look at him. Like, you know he was good. You know he made defensive player of the year. But, of course, some people were kind of hating on him and all that anyway. But you go back and look and you're like, damn. <laughs> I mean. These are some crazy-ass <laughs> numbers. <laughs> Four straight years of all-pro. Not Pro Bowl, all-pro. Right, and and, and 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 the thing of it is, is that his numbers were crazy, but just watching him was even crazier. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see him destroying guys on bull rushes, and then you see him do uh, 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 arm over and, and just win clean. Like the, the offensive line doesn't even get a hand on. Him. Yeah, just just the combination of his size. He's a different kind of player, but when you talk about a combination of size and agility. Maybe Reggie White. Maybe Reggie White is the other guy you can say had his mix of size, agility, you know, strength, but yeah. but being able to run around guys at the same time. Yeah, they're different. They're different kind of players now. And, and and Reggie is the greatest defensive lineman that there's ever been, if you ask me. Yeah. But when you look at, at JJ Watt, if he doesn't get hurt, man, <laughs> woo, unreal. His numbers would have just been so sick. Oh yeah. And now, and now you almost have to say that in the past tense, because like I said, I, I mean, I, I I would love to be wrong, but I just don't see how he comes back and is the same player after all this. No. No, I just, I mean, twenty eight years old, man. Prime, like these should be like his prime years. Well, I, I hopefully this week we don't. I mean. <clears throat> I don't know. I keep thinking we're going to, like, one of these weeks, we're just going to have <laughs> a normal week of football. But who knows what's going to happen this Sunday? I really don't. At this point, I'm just happy to see another Sunday, to be quite honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really. So as long as we can make it from Sunday to Sunday, I'm good. <laughs> Anytime I can look out the window and not see a nuclear cloud on the horizon, I feel like it's probably a, a daily win at this point. <laughs> Man, listen, the other day, you know how they test the, the emergency broadcasting system on uh-huh. your TV? 
Why did this like scare the shit out of me the other day? I never cared about those things. <laughs> it came on the other day. I'm like, oh shit, is this it? Do I need to get, try to find a shelter? I mean, I'm, I'm shell shocked right now. So, like I said, if we could just make it to Sunday, I'm taking little victories. <laughs> Let's just make it to Sunday. Just, we can have shitty football. I'll deal with that. But let, let me just get to Sunday. Yeah, really, if shitty football was the only thing I had to worry about, that'd be all right. I could live with that. Oh, man. We didn't appreciate that. <laughs> just shitty football to care about. That's all we had to worry about. Really? Oh, for, the, for those, oh, those, oh, for those brief two weeks where all we had to talk about was the decline of the play and the decline of offensive line play in the NFL. <laughs> I remember that Simpsons where I don't remember. Oh, I think it was the one where they get washed out to sea or whatever. And like one boat's getting washed away and, and <clears throat> the guy's drowning. And he's like, I never got to try cantaloupe. That <laughs> 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 just reminded me of that. Listen to the emergency broadcast system come on and not knowing the context of it these days. Listen, listen. I was like, why am I so shook right now? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's why I'm so shook right now. My excuse is like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, they probably have done that so many times in the last 10 years, and I ain't even noticed. Oh, yeah. Right? No. But now now everything, you got to be like, Shh, what the, what? <laughs> oh, okay, it's just a test. <laughs> Dominus you just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I tell you what, Stephen. If we make it through this week, let's get back here and talk about football again next week or whatever else the NFL throws at us to talk about. But Can't wait. 